Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of That Was Out. <laughs> that Was Out. That Out. I'm show. Chad. I'm Justin, and we are part of uh, this show, as well as others. Yeah, thanks for, I mean, ideally. If you're here, you know about others. You know the other ones, because you're on yeah. the feed, right? You sure are. Uh, we're, we are continuing, I guess we're starting. We're not this continuing. This is the start. We are starting our yeah. watch-along of Rocco's Modern Life. So we'll be covering the first half of season one today. Yes. Uh, Episodes one through six. Six, yeah. I guess technically 12 segments. 12 segments. So 12, uh, 12 little tidbits, 11-minute episodes. Just as we go through, uh, I'm assuming, and I, I couldn't tell you right now, but there's you said 100 segments. So does that yeah. mean that there are two full-length episodes I think so. yes. throughout here that yeah. aren't split into two segments each? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they were special ones that had uh, just commercial breaks four times throughout. Right. Them, instead of and faded out and then they broke it up that way. Gotcha. So it's a full 22 minute episode instead of two sep- two partial segments. I figured as much. Yeah. yeah. And and as a reminder, we are following the Paramount Plus of uh, order of, of things yes. in there. Uh, so if you're watching with us, it's not pure chronological order exactly. of full on release. And we understand um, that. That's so we're not, not being. As purist as we possibly yes. can, even though we kind of secretly wanted to. Yes. <laughs> but this is going to be the easiest for everybody. To yeah, consume. we want everybody to com- com- communi- yeah. be on the same page as us. So just for those, you know, kind of playing along at home, Paramount Plus, uh, $5 base subscription. And I think it's $10 for the se- seven or 10, I think, without the, I, I think ads. it's 10 okay. without, with, uh, without no, any ads. Without no ads. Without them ads. Yes. Uh, so if you are playing at home, uh, your first episode should be Carnival Knowledge slash Sand in Your Navel. Mm-hmm. Open up your hymnals to page <laughs> <laughs> to page one hundred two. <laughs> so, uh, we'll I, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go by segment uh, mm-hmm. on here. So we're gonna start with episode one, segment one, mm-hmm. Carnival Knowledge. Carnival Knowledge. Do you want to lead us in this hymnal? How will lead us in this hymnal of Carnival Knowledge? First, we open up on. Uh, Heifer and Rocco walking to the carnival. Yeah. And the carnival just so happens to be at our O-Town local toxic waste dump. Yes. Uh, the perfect place for a carnival. Absolutely. There's all kinds uh, of nice games there. Themed rides, games, foods, everything. Well, I guess not technically not foods because it, yeah, you see heifers ate like several corn dogs throughout the cotton candy uh, the consistency of the episodes. And those all look like they're not like they're, they they're not sewer. Themed. They're not tainted um, by, <laughs> Who knows, by the remainder though, of it. He eats some nasty stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the the snack that they he eats consistently throughout the series? Oh, I wrote it down. It's uh, it's uh, I forgot the name of it. It comes up later. I will. Yeah. It oh, pasture puffs, pasture, pasture puffies, pasture puffs. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's that's a that's a regular go to snack, and he does eat it in this episode at some point in time. So I guess he's able to buy it at a carnival somehow. Okay. Don't know where that came <laughs> from, but apparently there's a stand that just is like a basically a convenience store in the middle of a of right. a carnival. Yeah. That's just kind of selling this thing. Some of the games. Did you write down some of these games? I didn't write down the names of the games. I I, I have a I have some uh, some I have a heart next to uh, I wrote instead of writing loves. I put heart next to heifer crushing the first frog in the frog flip game. (laughs) (laughs) That was like one of my favorite parts of the episode. So I put a little heart next to it. They have games like chemical toss. When he crosses it, he goes. (laughs) Ooh! Afterwards, <laughs> like he realized he made a big mess, and oopsie. They have games like Chemical Toss, mm-hmm. House of Broken Mirrors. Yes, the house. that's not a game though. That's, oh, that's true. I guess yeah. that's an attraction. Yeah, uh, Oil Spill. Yeah, that's, a game. that's just a ride. Uh, Muggle. That's just, that's just it's skating, but you're just sliding around on toxic oil. The ride Muggo Whirl. Yeah, uh, where you get hit with hot liquid. Yes, uh, as the mug of I guess tea or coffee. I don't know fills up. Uh, the elevator to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another fun fact: elevator to hell goes down to hell. What is presumed to be a demon or Satan comes up, but it's not peaches. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which is we know as now continuity's sake. Eventually, yes. he's our resident Satan, basically. Yes, exactly. But what comes up? I'm assuming. I'm just gonna say this is just a demon. Yeah, because he's not. He's not coming up out of trying a, to get him. he's a prisoner to the carny like he can't even leave the elevator yeah. he's just like he's no, not, you, I, I, you get back in there <laughs> so that's another question that i had that popped up on there are all the carnies the same 
guy? Oh, I don't know. I figured they were all just the same kind of the people. same species. Like they the, look exactly the same. They're all like slugmen. Yes. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. But I didn't know if it was meant to be like, this is basically just one guy running this entire fucking carnival. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's just changing, not outfits, but just changing roles. Like yeah. now he's the guy from he's the just, baseball game. He's just running this thing. Now, yeah. He's now he's that. at the frog game. Now he's doing the, the fucking Ferris wheel. You know, I didn't yeah. know if like it's all the same guy. Yeah, yeah, I I think it is. I thought it was. I interpreted it as different ones, but like I think when um, I was younger, I did. But then at the same time, I wrote the question. I was like, I wonder if it's meant to be the same be guy. The same and he's just running around to he's every just place. doing all the different things. <laughs> yeah, because it seems as though uh, generally when you don't have, if it's not a main cast member, uh, all of the same species has the same job. Like mm. when you like the the medics are beavers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which I think maybe do they show up in this one? Uh, yes, this is the first showing of okay. the beaver EMTs as okay. I put them. Uh, we also go to the sawmill, which is uh, in raw sewage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get actual blades that cut the logs. So that's yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I put nosebleed ride because that was my favorite. Yes. I love the nosebleed. <laughs> the nosebleed ride. Something here that I also noted is a little fun fact. We get to the carnival at the very beginning of the episode, $30 to get in. Yes. And he's just like, $30, what a ripoff. Yeah. You know, and uh, Heifer does the, oh, you get, can you loan me 30 bucks? Yeah. You know, later on when they're in the Ferris he's wheel ride. Paying. No, they're in the Ferris wheel ride. Oh. They turn them upside down. Bunch yeah. of money falling out of Heifer's pockets. He's fucking holding out on Rocco being a shitty friend and just trying to get money out of him. That's true. <laughs> money is a weird conversation throughout all of Rocco's modern life. Yeah. Um, in that it's it's almost like in an uncomfortable way, like how they deal with money and but it, but it is it's mm-hmm. you're they're constantly complaining about money, but are ordering stuff from TV. But I guess it's kind of like real life, like. Yeah, you have like issues where where people are low on cash, but then all of a sudden they've got this new yeah. SUV and dude, like... it's called Justin's life to a T. <laughs> They're just like, hey, we don't have that much money, but we're going to this concert. <laughs> I don't have the money for it, but we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, we also go to uh, the the carousel, uh, and my favorite my favorite part is when Hef, Hef goes, "I love circles <laughs> when they're yeah, on the, the circle." Yeah. <laughs> And it was just, just random, uh, but yeah, the 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 frog flip. He uh, laughs at the oh, the chicken. I'm gonna ride the chicken. <laughs> yeah, you do, they did the frog flip. Uh, yeah. They the asshole that frog. Then too. they get the rude yeah. fl- the rude frog, and mm. uh, and Rocco drops the the giant ball on yeah on ball there, and green wrecking flips ball him up into space uh, to never return again. What does or he so say? We think. Whenever he's whenever he uh, whenever he flies up into space, you see it because you see like him no fair or something like that. No, I think he says like moron. Oh. moron. <laughs> and he flies up into space and then you see them on the nosebleed ride. They go up into space and he's in orbit at that point in time. You hear, you, hear, you hear him saying moron. whenever they're on the very tippy top about to go down. Yes. And then he's still saying it when he falls back down into the pond. And then he does the lucky thaw or lucky or rocky throw or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then Rocco wins his prize. Yeah, uh, that's why I also the Chinese finger trap. Yeah, I think for me as a kid, like at this point in time, I would be probably like eight or nine. Yeah, maybe uh, eight. Whenever this first came out, and I watched it, um, this probably was one of the first instances of me really experiencing a finger trap, a Chinese finger trap, yeah. and it made me want one as a kid. Yeah. That was like that. That's something that I like that vividly remember from that. I was the like, I remember cool. having this and then getting a finger trap as a kid and thinking, like, oh, this reminds me of Rocco. Right. <laughs> okay. So, my question for this episode. Yes. Um, there's a bottle toss game that they play. Okay. And at one point, the slug tells Rocco, easy there, Nolan. Yeah. What did, who is Nolan? Nolan Ryan. He's a famous pitcher. Oh. Yeah. I didn't get that reference. Yeah. So I was like, easy damn Nolan. Yeah, I didn't get it. Like Nolan Ryan. I was at that point in time, probably just he he was probably close to retiring, but he was like the the pitcher of all pitchers kind of a thing for baseball. Like you think of a hitter and a good like I think he's a was a third baseman. Uh, He probably played every position. But when you think of Babe Ruth, you think like this guy is a fucking hitter. Like he is like he's hitting shit out of the park kind of thing. You think of pitchers. Nolan Ryan's like a Nolan fucking one. great pitcher. Gotcha. Yeah. You got any more notes on? 
No. Okay. Moving and then on. after Santa and your navel, I have no notes. Okay. So Perfect. we're going to be talking about everything just off the to, cuff. <laughs> I have to ask you after that. All right. So episode one, uh, segment two, sand in your navel. Yes, sir. How much do you sweat? Uh, buckets. <laughs> I That's like, that actual like, buckets. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it, I love that humor. It's a clear and, you know, representation of it. But I'm just like, I sweat a lot. I mean, especially now that I work for a tire plant right. in a plant where it's like 100 plus degrees Hot. every day. Mm-hmm. Even whenever it's winter, it's like 80, 80, 90 degrees inside that fucking thing. Yeah. I sweat a lot there, but I don't never, I never sweat buckets ever. <laughs> I love the on the nose humor, though. It's like, yeah, he he's is sweating buckets, buckets. <laughs> as literal as we can get. Yes. And it's fucking gross that Spunky drinks. That's <laughs> so gross. Um, which also leads me to my question for this episode Rocco doesn't have an AC unit at all (laughs) I don't know it depends on whether or not he can afford one this week yeah I've been thinking like he he clearly has electricity we're seeing him like watching TV he has a refrigerator that works he has a fan that works that's not battery powered you can see it's plugged into the wall but it's just like he doesn't have an AC unit does he get a window unit at some point maybe I don't know I don't think so (laughs) I don't remember if there is there an episode where they address like no air conditioning and he's like going and buying an air conditioning unit I feel like that's the next movie if not I feel (laughs) <laughs> I feel like there's AC at some point. Yeah, uh, we'll find out. I guess as we the next on. movie is called Rocco's Modern Life: Central Air, Aerorama, <laughs> Aeromatic. <laughs> uh, so they get the idea to go to the beach because mm-hmm. uh, it's real hot and they're sweating buckets. Yeah, this is my favorite though. Is when they go for parking and they're just like, yeah, the parking lot because you go past all the signs and shit like that. Thousand dollars for five yards away from the beach. Yeah. Hundred dollars for six blocks away. Uh-huh. Then there's cheapo parking. Yeah, there's layaway parking where you just cram on top of each other. Yeah. And then Big Ed's parking for a yeah. dollar. And Big Ed's is his next door neighbor. <laughs> Ed Bighead has a parking lot for the beach. It says Big Ed's parking. What beach <laughs> is the name of the sign underneath it? Is in quotes. Says what beach. And it's literally just next door next to door. us. And so he, he, pays, par- he parks there and pays. Does he no, pay? he parks at this oh, house. He just parks at his house. Yeah. Okay. I was like, he could have paid, awesome, paid a dollar just to park in there next to like at Ed's house. Yes. <laughs> and we then, go to the we go to the beach. You have a mm-hmm. bunch of just crazy regular hijinks like playing the volleyball. Right. Can I sit in, guys? Yeah. You know, and, and they're then, all on top of each other. Like the beach is full, obviously. Yeah. Um, but this is our first appearance of Lady Hippo. Lady Hippo. We got Lady Hippo. Uh, he's. He's got his fucking gross. It looks like a stick of butter that he's putting on himself. <laughs> Tano butter. Yeah. And then and then she asks, it, you put some lotion on my back. Yes. You know, whatever she, however her voice mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and then and somehow manages to wedge himself betwixt her boobs. Yes. And then, of course, ensues into how dare yes. you. And then gets thrown <laughs> into the ocean or something. And then I wrote, I don't remember why, but at some point, uh, oh, there's like a walrus or something that goes, boy, you got a buoy in your pants. Yeah, yeah. After it's after that, <laughs> he, he goes, he goes in. <laughs> she chucks him into the ocean. He walks out of the ocean. He's spitting out water, <laughs> and he's got it in his pants. And he just pulls in. He has a pipe on. It's almost like whenever you play Mortal Kombat and you get the guy that does the whoopee, and he's just kind of like a little side note that's uh-huh. just there in the corner. Whenever you do like a good uppercut or something, yeah. it just pops in. It's just like that. He's just like, boy, you have a buoy in your pants, and then he just. <laughs> creeps that that was like 100% the most Ren and Stimpy thing that yes. just a random off the wall stupid shit. Yes. Um I also noted and I don't remember what this pertains to but I said this show has a lot more vomit than I remember. Uh, I don't remember the vomit. Yeah, he throws up somebody throws up at some point in this okay. episode. I forget what it's about or what it's correlated with but Oh. Uh, but yeah, and this cemented because I was like as we went along there's more throw up scenes and I was like this is a lot more vomit in the show yeah. than I I thought about. Well, we get the beavers again because uh Yes, BM, BMT beaver EMTs now lifeguards. Yeah, lifeguards. I put in my notes <laughs> because Spunky gets swallowed by a fish. Yes. And they have to save Spunky. Pop, 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 pop. They don't save Spunky though. No, they don't they save the fish. A pelican steals steals Spunky. Yes, and takes him to the fish merchant. It's the the pelican that he revels about at the uh, in the episode earlier. He's just like, oh look, it's the something one eyed whatever pelican, one of the most majestic birds. And then you see him <laughs> land. And he's just got a fucking peg, a peg leg in <laughs> the eye patch. <laughs> and uh, and so the pelican still is spunky, mm-hmm. and Rocco has to go to the nude beach. Yes. Um, and I don't know about you, but when I go to a nude beach, I definitely put my shorts on my head. One hundred percent. Because why does he do that? I don't know. He puts it on his head, I guess, as like 
I'm if, gonna have some relief from the sun well, somehow for some reason. Even like though he, I've never wore a hat, this he doesn't rest. know what to do with his shorts. I guess yeah. like a, instead of just abandoning them, he throws them on his head, and then he gets a sensor block put on him yes. from a random FCC guy <laughs> that just pops out of nowhere. Yes, and then and he would go to the nude beach, and then tell me if the, if if this struck you as odd. There are actual like humans on that beach. They're laid over like females. Yes. Not with animal faces, but they're just like Correct. regular people there too. Yeah, they do so interact they're, they're, with humans. There's so throughout. much just like weird interactions, like yes. regular humans mixed with human slash animal, like mm-hmm. humanoid people. Yes. Versus like he's not really humanoid. He's almost like just a straight up he's wallaby. Anth- anthropomorphic. I guess, but uh, he's not really. But you know what I mean? He's like, wallaby shaped. Like he's not like one hundred percent. Yes, yeah. that's what I meant. Like Filbert is one hundred percent turtle. Yeah. I would say Heifer is... He's a little not, more anthropomorphic. He's, he's, he's more... Because he's yeah, upright. Slightly more humanoid, yeah. you know what I mean? And the wolves look like wolves and stuff. But then right. you have these people that, like, they look like straight-up human bodies, but then they have, like, a pig nose and right. antlers or something yeah. for some reason. Yeah. But they have, like, everything else that just, like, he's wearing a business suit, and he's standing upright, and has human hands, human feet, everything else. They got a pig But nose. has a pig's face. <laughs> it's just like we mash, mishmash sweet tooth. They, they do this. all of it. Yeah. They do it all. Is that what the? Do you think that this is a the a crossover? Could that be a crossover event on Netflix? I don't think so. Like we have like a animated Gus that is in this world. The tone doesn't feel right. <laughs> That's what Sweet Tooth. The world is like this. Hybrids eventually the world and Rocco is Rocco like, in the far the future. future. <laughs> uh, so then, so we get to uh, we get to where we find out that the pelican has dropped off spunky as a yes as the fish merchant yeah. dogfish yeah dogfish <laughs> and it's a frozen block of ice uh that rocco has to buy mm-hmm. very expensive yeah it was a big wad of cash he pulled out of the other pocket and He's just got so much money other. and he never has any mm-hmm. and then it, get, it became so convenient because he became the new ice that he put in front of yes. the fan to cool him off exactly as rocco's getting bugs are grilling mm-hmm. out on his what's that meat <laughs> i don't know I don't know. I was just like, I, as they were flipping it, I was just kind of like, that's fucking, I wonder what that meat is. That's kind of gross because they're mosquitoes. Yes. And I was just like, is that his meat somewhere? <laughs> is, that from like, is it like, like they're cooking piece chunks of him that they got off? Like Could maybe be. it's like hunks of skin or Ugh. something. Could be. Absolutely. That's gross. Uh, my question, question for this episode yeah. is what if birds actually worked for fish merchants? Like if a pelican, if they could like, what would they pay them? Like a though? homing pigeon, mm-hmm. like will deliver notes. What if they paid pelicans? To go get fish that they could sell. Like in in that world, it makes sense because they get money and they can spend money. The pelicans can't. Right. But in our world. Pelicans can't really spend money. Right. So what would they get in return? That's all I had. I thought if they're delivering them fish and they're like, I'll pay you in fish. Yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't work real. You know what I mean? Like unless there's something else like like mob style. It's like for protection. We offer protection. What if it's like the pelicans give them fish? And then since we know like pelicans love to eat like mcdonald's that's been left over outside of best buy and carbondale <laughs> <laughs> maybe they pay them in like leftover mcdonald's food this is true they can you know that. what i mean like they're just like here's some fries you got points because they can't they can't go get fries <laughs> <laughs> so episode two segment one sucker, sucker for, for the, the suckomatic. uh so this was originally going to be the pilot episode yes uh but was decided did you read why it was no. decided Heifer, they thought, would be a little too weird for the audience, the test audience. <laughs> so, Dude, everything for this fucking show is weird <laughs> for any audience. Like, the, that was the line. It was like, mm, Heifer might come on a little strong. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do a Heifer light episode for the pilot. <laughs> okay. That was, that was the thought Good process. note. Good note, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so Rocco's vacuum's on the fritz. Yes. And, uh, and he said it's never working when he wants to clean the house. But I find it always odd that it, like every single time you see his house in any other episode, <laughs> it's always a fucking mess. Constantly. Like, conveniently, when he wants to clean the house, his it shit doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it and uh, Do you think it's just that like he doesn't know how to work it right? I don't know. I don't know. You get the suckomatic and it's like you can drive it, you can push buttons and it does it on its own. You just kind of You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. it's it's all automated. It's it was the uh what's the fucking thing called? The, the room, it was like the Roomba oh, yeah, yeah. of its time. Yeah. You absolutely. know what I mean? The Sekomotic was the Roomba of the 90s. Yeah. That's, I'm comfortable saying that. <laughs> I think everybody would agree with you. 
So that's what I meant. Like he doesn't he clearly really have to do anything to no. control that. So he does he just the, need things that are automated because he, he doesn't know how to mode. do anything? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. A but conglomo makes everything. It's all like automated shit. You don't have to do anything with. Exactly. So it's like he's just looking for. He's he's like the prime real estate for everything from like idiocracy. He just tur- he like <laughs> everything he touches just turns bad though. Yeah, generally. Uh, this is what I thought was the first, uh, the first, uh, time that you saw, uh, pastor puffies, but you said that they'd yeah, show up yeah. in that, but heifers sitting on the couch, eating the pastor puffies in the way that you will know that he continues to eat pastor puffies, 100%. which is that a giant pile of green stuff just ends up on the floor in front mm-hmm. of him at all times, which that's a big waste of pastor puffies. So what is pastor puffies meant to be? Is it just grass? I think it might be just, just like grass like chips. Grass chips or popcorn grass. Like they just like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like they just air popped. Air popped like <laughs> instead of popcorn, it's air popped grass. Yeah. Or I like, mean he's he's a cat he's a steer, so I mean he's like, more we know like they're meant to graze and stuff like the, that. Like, so I guess that's the grass. Like, that's that. You get like seaweed chips now. Like yeah. you can get those. So like mm-hmm. I imagine it's kinda like that, but grass. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe. Uh, but then the next time we record episodes or something like that, we should get seaweed chips so that way we can like really kind of we sample them live and stuff like that. But we're really like in the mind frame of heifer where we're just like we're we're grazing on that yes, while we're or or see if we can find like hey they got Kentucky bluegrass they turned into into chips yeah so we could try that. Gross. Uh, we see that they're advertising things on TV such mm-hmm. as the deluxe tapeworm farm yes that you can get uh which is just seems so exciting mm-hmm. uh the suckleback dies and speaks rosebud but they think that it's floor crud is what yeah they think that it is but he he does a full throwback yes that's a citizen cane um and they throws up everything there's another vomit there but it's vacuum vomit so. yeah it's different i mean <laughs> like there's there's more vomit than, than yes. i would remember i can't remember what the one was that on the beach yeah, there's something. On was it the going. fish? Did the fish vomit when it no, was? No, there's something else that has vomit that goes on there with it. Mm. That's like, I can't remember what it is. I think even Spunky does it too. Whenever he's doing the the water, and he spits out like the Uh-oh. small little bits of water when he's uh, in with the good air, out with the bed, Uh-oh. or whatever. Uh-huh. And I think he, like he actually like, and like uh, throws up shit too. I gotcha. Yeah, but everything like there's a lot of vomit in it, yeah. and even where the vacuum vomit, it's pretty gross. Yes, even though it's just all the stuff it sucked up, right. Uh, Suckomatic commercial comes on mm-hmm. and the announcer has stitches in its head for no reason. I yep. noticed that. I was like, it's just a random touch. This is just like all around. I think it's uh, the whole premise of that is just like uh, infomercial. Like it's so brainwashed, such a brainwash, like, brain dead yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which speaking of the gang kind of gets hypnotized and orders the vacuum mm-hmm. uh, with some of the fastest delivery that I don't even think Amazon can compete with. Yeah. Uh, Pretty just, close though. If you live in like LA. Right. Um, so while they're getting everything set up, this thing's giant, mm-hmm. it's a big old thing, and Spunky's eating the packing peanuts while yes. it's going on. They, I love how he eats the packing peanuts too, whenever his mouth is on yeah. the ground, just like <laughs> almost like a vacuum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they uh they all get on and ride the vacuum and yeah. wear goggles mm-hmm. uh on that, and uh and there's like a foot of junk like on that floor. Yeah. Real gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, like it's literally like emulating mowing a yard, but yes. inside with a vacuum cleaner, but it's all dirt, dirt, and I don't know what. <laughs> yes. It's Which, got, it's got like a almost like a chunky, meaty quality to it, though, for dirt. <laughs> yeah. But we also find that it does vacuum or it does mow the grass, like the suck. Yeah, it does everything, everything. Literally everything. It will suck the paint layers of paint off of your car. Mm-hmm. It will, uh, there's a lot of layers. Grass. Yeah, polka dot stripes. Uh, it sucked up Santa in an airplane from the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will. Uh, let's see. Oh, I liked that there was uh, a little risque. I don't think you can maybe do it now. Is there was a peeping Tom in the grass uh, checking on the fairies yeah. when they were when they were doing that. Uh, yeah. But then this... like the, the noises he, <laughs> he makes whenever you see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you could not do that these days. <laughs> And then the uh, the psychomatic kind of gets a mind of its own and doesn't yes. have an off button and it just goes like I'm gonna do it's the what is it the paperclip yes paperclip stuck in its throat on oh, its uh, dangly bits oh uh, what is it it's uh it's potato chip potato chip yeah it was a vintage seventy three yeah because he smells it and he he licks it or whatever yes. and he, yeah it's the vintage seventy three heifer says uh but uh, we get a a, a a showing from the Star Trek Enterprise shows up. Mm-hmm. Even that's how much sucking's going on. 
Um, and uh, but Heifer saves the day and pulls the chip out, and the vacuum wakes up again. Um, and then we kind of get uh, to a sequence which we'll get a lot in Rocco, which is that they end up just being back in the house, but the house is now the vacuum. And they you just, see the pan out to where the entire world basically yeah. is the succomatic. Like everybody's inside of a succomatic. And there's just so many times that the world just ends in that yeah. kind of Because you hear like a guy doing the ah, ah, stereotypical like, scream, yes. almost like Wilhelm scream. Not yeah. not really a Wilhelm scream, yeah. but that kind of a thing Close, you hear yeah. multiple times. Yeah. And uh, and they just they just go on living their lives like uh, in the society of now living in vacuum cleaners. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my gosh, I don't have a question for this one. Oh man, what's wrong with you? Dang it, I'll make it up to you. All right, so now we've got episode two, segment two. I know yeah. I'm having a hard time with the word segment. Let's do 2.2. 2.2. 2. 2.2. Thank you, that's how I have it written in my notes. Yeah. So episode 2.2. 2. And this, and this is, is canned, right? Canned. Yes. Yeah, uh, so this is our intro to Filbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we'd mentioned in the previous episode, no real introduction. It's no. just, as you said, his line yeah. is... Uh, you turn the page and you wash your hands. And then you turn the page, and then you wash your hands. <laughs> uh, I don't I, have a good Filbert voice, really, for anything. That's, that's, that's just as much as I can get. Uh, and I don't know if you paid attention to the other titles on that magazine rack, but there's a title called Poop, a title called <laughs> Me, and a title called No, like K-N-O-W. No, I, I did not read that. There's a Poop magazine? <laughs> nice. Like the, the one that Rocco's reading is one of four on there, and you don't see the title of what Rocco's reading, but yeah. the other three... Are poop me and no? Or they did like it's kind of almost like a playoff of just Mad Magazine. You know what I'm talking about? Like Maybe, everything yeah. was comedy, so it was just like everything's gonna have one word. Like yeah. he's reading Mad. This is poop. <laughs> this is no. I liked. I, I I tried to pay attention to those little background like, yeah. things because I figured they'd be ridiculous. I'm glad you did. Uh, we get an introduction to the. I don't know the name. His name, but the nose picking manager. Yeah, I I can't remember his I think name. He gets either. one later on because he comes. Yeah, he comes back multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but he calls him into his office and fires Rocco. Yeah. Uh, so then that kind of sets us on to our new journey of Rocco gets fired, mm-hmm. uh, which is the main plot, I guess. Of or Rocco gets a looking for a job. certain new job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that my note says Sunky instead of Spunky here. Uh, <laughs> Autocorrect. <laughs> Spunky gets salmon from Mister Bighead Salmon Bushes and mm-hmm. is rolling in it. It's so weird. What is the point of a salmon bush? Frogs don't eat fish. No. So, I mean, that's not anything continuity-wise. No, Why do they have a bush that just grows salmon? They just, it was an, it had to have been just an idea notebook. Like, somebody has uh, bushes that are, sal- probably somebody said salmon bushes, and they thought it was funny, and then wrote it down, and later on made up a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, while he, Rocco comes home after being fired, obviously, and uh, and Spunky's waiting for his food. And this is a classic spunky move where he fills up the bowl with drool and then yeah. drinks the drool because uh, he thinks it's a new drink. And uh, he's just dumb. Um, but Rocco that's knows why he's it. like one of the best characters, if, if not the best character. Yes. Uh, but they're they're out of money. They don't have a job. And I think they should uh, actually put these in is that there's a water, a phone, an oxygen and an electric meter in his house. And you just put quarters into it if, yeah. you're, if you're ready for it. Oxygen, I don't know how that one's going to work, but um, but the other ones, you know, if you don't want to pay your water bill for a little bit, you're going to be out of town on vacation. What are the effects of an oxygen tank on a person that does not need oxygen to breathe? Um, I don't think it has much of an effect because you're just going to kind of use it and like it just kind of gets wasted. Um, I didn't know if it was like maybe more like, lightheaded, I think. Well, I didn't know if it was lightheaded or almost like maybe like a clarity type thing. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Almost like like you're like. Because you're just, it's like the purest form of that, just bro- like going straight into your yeah. your nostrils. So you're just like, oh my god, am I like, what is the effect of that? I think it makes you a little loopy, just loopy. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Uh, probably not bad, but like same thing as like when you take a like you're not supposed to take in a a big like air full of like of oxygen like mm-hmm. that, uh, like pure oxygen. Because yeah. I think I think it'll make you a little lightheaded um, because you're not used to processing that much, and someone who can't get enough oxygen enough at all would just struggles to get it. So that's just kind of balancing. But since you're already getting it, there's another thing is yeah. laughing gas readily available. Laughing gas. I don't think so. Like, is that something that you, can, you can like, just you buy can't just buy it off the market kind no. of a thing? No, I think that's kind of, I was going to say, we should do an episode where we're on laughing gas. The entire time. 
<laughs> just a lot. Fun. We're just anything that we say is just us laughing yes. the whole time. <laughs> yes. This like episode it. of the IFNZ podcast takes place in a dentist's office. Yes. Um, okay. Where are we at? Uh, so then I, I really, I messed up. There's like two or three of these segments where I don't have a question. I, I was boasting it's okay. about my questions and now hey, I don't have one. We got, we got, we got, we can make up ones that we don't have it for now. Good no. point. Um, so we start looking for a job. Rocco Ottawa just first job does some tattoo work yeah. on the roof of <laughs> yeah. somebody's mouth, um, which is so weird. Uh, a plumber's assistant, mm-hmm. which is the crack is a perfect job. Yep. Um, and then decides he's going to be a phone operator, which ends up being a sex worker. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> I love that so much. And then he gets his big shot at Conglomo. Yeah. Uh, where Mr. Big Head is in charge. Uh, and Rocco is put into product testing because uh, Mr. Big Head hates Rocco. And this is uh, the, the gum. Yes, right? the gum is involved okay. in there. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that the I Nose remember. Master 3000. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that I'm remembering because these are the ones where I'm starting. Like, I don't have a lot of notes yeah. for. So I'm trying to make sure that I have it all continuity wise in my the head. I'm not getting mixed the up. The enhanced chewing gum. Yes. Uh, which I was thinking about. Like, it's a way better concept than, uh, than the Wonka chewing gum. It's just like you, you gain like some. You gain abilities in that sense. But I mean, like, I could say like. The Wonka chewing gum actually has claw like claws like it's steeped in some kind of reality. We could have a That's chewing gum, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we yeah. could have a chewing gum that tastes like roast beef potatoes and like you know roast beef a potato with butter and sour cream and something else with yeah. it, and that be what we taste. We and need stuff to work like on that more. Like I feel like that D- like dinner gum. Yeah, because here's the thought about weight loss is like. I don't think you should just eat that gum, but what if you had, like, I have some portion control issues sometimes. So what if I wanted a steak and potato? And so I got a, like a two ounce steak and a very small baked potato and ate that. And then I chewed gum for the rest of it. And I Mm -hmm. had those flavors still going for longer because I like to eat for a long period of time, especially when you're like watching a movie or watching TV. Like you just want to graze. I would need that for like a, for like a McAllister situation. Yeah. I don't want the giant spud. I, I can be just a, yeah. the just a spud with just yeah. a tiny little boy. And just give me some gum to chew. And afterwards. then give me some gum to chew afterwards so I can yeah. continue my exploration of the amazingness that is uh, just a exactly. good baked potato. I don't need the three course meals as much as I just need yeah. like one thing. Like yeah. just a baked potato would be yeah. good. Like the give me a give me a just a spud on there. Um, and then we also they also have uh, dial a do. Uh, which is where we get the baby flies. The mm-hmm. what are they? Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that comes back so in multiple episodes. Yeah. But this one is probably since it's like the it's staple the, of it because yes. they they end the episode with it, and <laughs> the, the, fly, the flies does the eh, just uh, just leave this one here. <laughs> yeah, talking to some producer <laughs> yes. breaking the fourth wall for however many times we always break the fourth wall on yes. the show. Anyways, but, I forget about that. Yeah, yeah. But yes, the baby flies are. This is kind of their their episode where they shine. Yeah. The rest was just callback. It's not like they're even like like maggots or whatever or anything like that. They're they're. It's weird. Yeah, they are. They're like they're they're meant to be like they're just full like grown flies. Yeah, full grown like, flies like, inside of like little just cocoons. got caught in a web yeah. kind of a thing. Uh, and so uh, then they take him to the animal testing yard, uh, and they have the mad giraffe repellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so okay, I do have a question. It works for this great. Episode. It does. It works great. I do have a question for this episode. So how does a world like this, like Rocco's Modern Life, mm-hmm. decide when animals are animals and when animals are more anthropomorphic like a human? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. So, I mean, like, that's, that's literally what we were talking about I mean, on the beach. It's Yeah. It, like nude beach. They could not yeah. decide. Like, it's literally a nude beach for everyone and anyone. Yes. Any kind of animal, any kind of anthropomorphic, and any kind of human. Yeah. But you've got like a spunky. Yeah. Which I guess is your same argument with Disney is like you've got Pluto, yeah, Pluto and, and then you've got Goofy. Yeah. yeah. And then you've because you've got your pelicans, you've got and you've got your giraffes. But then even, even your, the, the pelican is anthropomorphic. It talks to the guy whenever yeah. he gets the money. He does that's the true. pleasure doing business with that's you. That's true. Good point. Uh, but then even your your baby flies mm-hmm. uh, are are more technically anthropomorphic. Yeah. I mean, they, they talk. They talk walk around and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just it's an it's an odd choice, but I guess you do whatever you want when you can create. But whenever they break the fourth wall doing that, it's almost like it's almost like it is a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you you are we're to putting know, on a show for you. We're you. putting on a show for you. You are to know that all these characters are actually just characters in a show. Yeah. 
kind of a thing. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, and so, yeah, so, I don't know when they did decide. Like the mad giraffe is clearly just a giraffe that's just fucking crazy. Yes. Yeah. Maybe it was anthropomorphic at one point in time, and then something happened to it that made it a mad, just regular giraffe. Points. You got Maybe points. something happened to Spunky, and then he's just a regular oh, old dog no. now. Maybe he was anthropomorphic at one point in time, something and happened. he's not that he's like mentally challenged or anything. Maybe well, like he is. You know, the one that like maybe he like maybe it was anthropomorphic and a friend of Rocco growing up. Even though we see him whenever they're small <laughs> together, when uh, he first gets him, I was just saying like maybe that he was, but then he has like a stroke or something, and then he's still just taking care of his friend. He's just his good old buddy, but he's just like a dog dog now. What if Gertrude was anthropomorphic? Yeah. Same question. That's I think she would be just a uh, Dobby. Yeah, that's right. She's your house elf. Uh, so the uh, I didn't even think about this, but we were talking about ideas for the future of Rocco. I would like to see a a version of. Like they're doing the the kind of prequel SpongeBob, right? Yeah, do me and they're a, doing prequel um uh the Madagascar guys too. Oh, okay, now too. like do me a, a prequel of Rocco. Like when show me when they actually meet Hepfer, and mm-hmm. show me when, like when he comes over oh, from okay. Australia. Like that's a, like, like he's from the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me the immigration story. Okay. That would be cool. And yeah. that's, that's still like, that's tied into everything. Rocco's immigration life. Yeah, and you could do it as a slightly different animation. That could be really cool too, though. Like he's like. A kid at that Rocco's point in time. Australian life. Rocco's Australian life, but he's doing the immigration story, but he actually goes through like TSA and shit. <laughs> yes. It'd be awesome. <laughs> like they do like the whole adult thing where they just hear like, <laughs> like they're gonna test him out and like go through his butt yes. or something, but you don't see that scene. No. No. Maybe he does the you like it pans out, the door closes, and you just hear him do the scream from the beginning of the uh-huh. episode or <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Big Mr. Bighead fires him, of course, uh, after he gets attacked by the giraffes. It's not Rocco's fault, but, you know, he, he gets the brunt of it. Yeah. Uh, and then Rocco gets the job, uh, his perfect job, which is at kind of kind a, lot of, a comics. lot of comics. Absolutely. Working with Filbert. Yep. Uh, and that is the end of the episode. And then you get the, the baby flies. The baby. Fl- well, you get the, oh. the gum. Uh the gum oh, goes into old nose bosses. Picker. Oh, yeah, and he eats the like all of it at once, and gets the bees and gets on. the bees on his head, and he's just like ah, and <laughs> runs away. The bees are like stinging him yes. while it's like the hive is on is his head now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you get his uh, just desserts kind of a thing. Yes. So final episode, mm-hmm. episode three. Yes, we've got episode three point one, which is Rocco's happy sack. <laughs> the the this, best title. It, so it starts far. getting like. The first couple episodes, they had like really long titles. Yes. So we had Carnival Knowledge, Sand in Your Navel, Sucker for the Succomatic. And then we started getting to the point to where like, everything one is word. actually like, starting one word. And yes. it seems like that remains the continuity for yeah. the remainder of things. You don't have full full sentence That'll title. That too episodes. wild with yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, so on Rocco's Happy Sack, Rocco and Spunky are hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is no food in the house. And they only have $3 until payday. So that is the premise. They must go grocery shopping. They're hungry for food. Uh, they get a, a great sale going on at Heap O Food. Yeah. Uh, 99% off until noon that day. Yeah. It's 1145. <laughs> you get the uh, loudspeaker announcer that gives us our countdown the entire time. Uh, that's eventually, I guess, rather. Yeah. Um, but we go into the we go into the grocery store. We get the uh, the shopping cart, uh-huh. the fiasco from starting from the beginning. That's our. How I think that's kind of you. I think that's kind of our first uh our first like issue with the shopping trip. Yes. Is getting to there, getting the shopping of the cart. The shopping cart has like no wheels. Yes. It's like just scratching yeah. the entire time. That that remains the entire mm-hmm. episode is just trying to pull it along. There's yeah, there's two wheels missing out of the four, I think. And I, they're I think, both on I, one side. Like, yeah. I think so it's, it's just like sparks <laughs> flying the entire time you see him going down an aisle. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you get we get Lady Hippo there at the beginning. She runs there into through, her butt. Yeah. Two or three times yeah, throughout I think he the runs entire episode. A few times. Yeah. Yeah. And uh so he he uh he gets uh bloated ticks and collie colons are like two of the first things he picks up Ugh. from the uh and I was thinking, I guess you kinda gotta go like bloated ticks make sense. Maybe a wallaby eats bloated I don't know. ticks. I'm now that you mention it, because I I was thinking about this, it was like we've got the pastor, the the pastries, the pastor the puppies, pastor puppies yeah. that he eats, which makes sense continuity. Yeah. Do they eat bugs? I think they do eat bugs. Like, uh, but collie colons is I don't know what that like, means. It's a dog's colon, like a, a collie dog. Like why is he eating dog colons? 
Uh, it was weird. Um, but they, yeah, they all kinds Wallabies of... Wallabies are herbivores, mostly eating grass, actually. Oh, okay. They do also eat leaves and fruits and other plants like ferns and herbs while grazing wallabies often congregate in small groups. Uh, so technically, no, not no. a lot of insects. It's mostly fruits and grass and plants. There we go. Yeah. Um, and So the ticks make no sense, actually. None of it now. makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's for Spunky. Maybe it's interested. Maybe it's something he's interested in. Uh, but one of the major things is that obviously Spunky gets stuck into another uh, another fiasco uh, as as they're kind of going through all of this. Spunky follows an escaped liver uh, and goes into yeah, the. It's so creepy <laughs> that the liver becomes anthropomorphic. The, the liver's like around. an earthworm, yeah, uh, <laughs> or an inchworm, I guess. Yeah, uh, just, just kind of scrunching around, along. And I don't like it when things move that way, especially <laughs> things like that that leave like a weird slug trail behind them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this one's obviously like blood and goop. Yes. You know, but the, it's just so it, ugh, to me. I don't know. I don't like it. And they go back into the uh, the butcher area, yeah. where the butcher is like got this this like monologue of just like sadness. Yeah, like <laughs> I work me a hard days and I have nothing to make for it. Like it's just like the sad life of a butcher <laughs> until the liver comes in and he's like, "Ooh, something to do." <laughs> he's so yeah. excited, but it's a pig, if I'm not mistaken, that is doing it's a pig man. It's yeah. a pig man, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that there's pig parts that are around him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every, everything about this is like messed up like yes. they're in like the episodes later on down whenever they go to the choky chicken uh-huh. um which gets renamed for edited for tv i forget what oh, they call really? it uh here when we watch it i think it's it's all choky chicken okay but they edited it because choky chicken you know obviously okay. a jo- jerk off reference yeah but, uh, i think they call it like the chunky chicken or something like uh, that for tv on like nicktoons or whatever but okay. but when they go there, there are uh, chickens that are there eating other mm-hmm. chickens, say, like you know stuff like that. Like there's there's weird there's shit like that, that, that going on. Definitely, like he he enjoyed the idea of thinking like cannibalistic things would happen here. Yes. Like there's the one the episode where they do the uh, the 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 female chicken. Uh, the hen is trying to. Uh, interview for a position working at the local choky chicken mm-hmm. and the chicken guy that's the manager there like hires her but then she ends up being killed and cooked like as a piece you know piece yeah. of the chicken that eventually like heifer's friends with her but then you see like sh- her name tag is like on like the name of the meal or something like that and he's eating it <laughs> later on like it's all weird and yeah. messed up that's funny uh and so so yeah so while the the butcher is repackaging the liver he also packages spunky yes into that and so spunky ends up uh on the shelf to get purchased and so rocco's filling up his cart doing his shopping because uh time's running out we only got we got so much time i i'm amazed and then how he much says it when he actually is like rocco while he's pushing the cart and she says attention shoppers there's only eight minutes left of shopping he's just like i know i know <laughs> like he's talking to it like the constant reminders yes. and he's just getting increasingly agitated as time goes on but he's not he doesn't seem to be going super fast one no and two he's picking not up until random like, stuff. not until like the end though yeah. then it like seems like all hell broke like loose. i knew that i only had three bucks and i had this who big is the cell. checkout clerk Filbert. Is it Filbert again? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, why is he? How many jobs does he have? But doesn't recognize Rocco at all. Because he didn't work at kind of long comics before. He worked at like the magazine place or right. whatever. Yeah. Which is a completely different shop. Then he also works at kind of a lot of comics with him. Yes. And then now he also works at a grocery store. Yes. And it's not like it's a different turtle. Like it's Filbert. No, every it's time. straight up Filbert. It's straight- he says the same shit, too. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so. Rocco's in line trying to get uh go through and he has a run another run in with Mrs. Hippo yeah. or Lady Hippo. Lady Hippo, yeah. Uh and uh and then he finds Spunky in another guy's cart and ends up trying to go on a tirade about how sea mammals uh <laughs> should be shipped across the ocean. <laughs> it's like odd, odd, a weird, oddly racist thing. Yes. It's like he it's like he, almost like he's trying to say about black people. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very like, that, like a, a rad, radical Racist, southerner racist yeah. republican type per- oh stereotypical person them all out. <laughs> yeah all of them i mean not all of them are but i'm just saying like that's that stereotype you got a radical racist yes that is, is he's essentially saying that this type of people should be put in a boat shipped across the sea mm-hmm. and then sunk halfway through yeah so that they just drowned and die but it's sea mammals instead of yeah. 
insert race here. My wife is a seaman. <laughs> yeah, that's like that. Probably is my favorite part of that episode, <laughs> sir. My wife is, and she's like, like, like yes. hysterically sobbing behind him, and what he's I, like consoling her. <laughs> two things I love about this: Rocco starts this so he can get Spunky out of yeah. the cart, and two. They're sea mammals, so they can presumably swim when they're yeah. sunken halfway across the yeah, ocean. Yeah, 100%. And just go back. Uh, but so, yeah, then Rocco's still spunky in the packaging, and Filbert rings them up, though uh, they don't know each other in mm-hmm. this episode. Uh, Filbert says he misses the scale, or, or Filbert says he misses the sail. Yeah. But Rocco oh, changes and, his and, mind. Because his voice is still the same, and it's the same Filbert, but it's like, He's like sad, depressed worker guy yes. when he's here, even more so. Yes. He's like, "Ooh, you missed it, Justin, just out of the neck of time, yeah. or whatever." Super slow, yeah, and, uh, and grabs he, him by the collar or by the by the I apron or whatever. It. Yeah, and uh, then he gets out of there for a, a cart full of groceries for a buck fifty. Yep, he's still got a dollar fifty left out of 100%. his three dollars. And uh, they move. They go like on. they leave Spunky in the packaging too. Whenever he's walking out, he's in the packaging, but legs are out. Yes, but he's still wrapped. <laughs> and, just, and the whole time. Yes. <laughs> and then episode three. Was there a question for that one? I don't have a question. For okay, that one. I was just making sure. I do have a question for this next one though. Okay. Uh, episode three point two flew in Uinza. <laughs> I had to re say this in my head so many times when I was typing. I was like, "That's not right." Yeah, I messed up writing it, and I had to scratch <laughs> it out and then rewrite again. Uh, so flew in Uinza, uh, rocker, rocket, rocket, <laughs> rocket's modern life. <laughs> Rocco has tickets to go see wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the WWW F F right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but wakes up with a hardcore the w- nasal w- drip. WWF. <laughs> He's got that. Got that nasal drip. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like a good friend, Heifer, Heifer takes him to the clinic. Absolutely. And, uh, and Heifer brings snacks to watch he's like well this is a great place to watch is why he goes um and uh so rocco sees dr bendova mm-hmm. and uh is this the only time we see dr bendova i think so okay because for some reason the character is familiar uh like it like it comes well, up again but maybe not maybe it's i can't remember that for whatever reason the voice for dr bendova in my head is very reminiscent and and it makes me think that i see it more but i think the voice is almost the same as and it also kind of leads to that the doctor that you see multiple times in SpongeBob oh. because the voice is the same. And it might just be Tom Kenny as the quote unquote additional be, voices yeah. um, in that kind of next big, I think because I think he does. Oh yeah. And it's like the very stereotypical, like dry doctor right. type of voice and stuff that's with it. And I think it's the same voice, but maybe, and that's what makes me think let's, you know what I mean? Cause you see oh, that okay. doctor multiple times throughout yeah. SpongeBob. That makes sense. Um, the, my favorite part though, is there's a sign in the doctor's office that says, I am a prisoner in the crazy doc's broom closet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the scene I like the eye test or yeah, whatever I is that. And I prison. <laughs> yes. Um, but the nurse comes in to take the doctor away after he sees Rocco yeah. uh and says he should have been strapped to the bed. Uh yeah. so we is we presume that this is pers- uh, the the doctor that you've been seeing at first was like an insane person, yes. like patient type person. Exactly. And then you see the actual doctor kind of a thing. Yes. And then uh, Rocco takes the meds prescribed orally when he wasn't supposed to, and then he starts tripping balls. Yes, uh, and oh, like, this that's the sequence where he puts the big pill in his neck, yes. and he's like, yeah, and it's like stuck, and it's like weirdly like you see his Adam's apple like choking on it. Yeah, it's such weird like between visually. this show visually and uh and Rock or, and Rocco and Ren and Stimpy, they do a really good job of like. Finding things that aren't necessarily gross and making yeah, them gross. and making them gross somehow. <laughs> yeah, and they they do such like perfect things with it. Like I know distinctly with like Ren and Stimpy, there's the episode whenever Ren is dressed up as a mouse and Stimpy is like the cat catcher. And there's a point in time whenever he is supposed to hock up a hairball uh-huh. and he doesn't have a hairball to hock up. And they do a good job of making like he, he spits out Ren uh-huh. and so they say that's the hairball at first, and then he like sprouts his legs out and stuff but it's like he's fluffy and in a ball and wet because it's just drenched in spit and it just is such a gross look to it and it's so gross the way they do it and Mm -hmm. it's such like that visual style carries over between both of these so well absolutely uh so then uh he's uh his pieces of puke start talking to him 
Uh, and that's so he, he throws up yeah. afterwards. Puke is it like, is it like a, how many steps is uh, it? I mean, I don't know. The, pro, the process or whatever. 12 strap. 12, 12, 12 step steps to, to getting better. Oh, I don't remember. I forget what it is. I don't remember that part. Uh, but they uh, they make him toe GMT. Yeah. Spunky drinks it. It's all of us. That's what I'm saying. All of those things. But they, they have oh, like a those step. are the healing steps. Yeah, okay. healing steps. I don't remember that. I can't remember. I think it's like seven healing steps or something like I that see. that get to getting better or something. I got you. Uh, more puke. Happens. Toe jam tea. The puke foods uh, try to. That's another one. Like toe jam tea is fucking gross because you see like it looks yes. like a oddly weird human foot. Yes. That they're picking everything out of. Yeah. Um, they have a bunch of failed remedies uh, or they are so it seems it looks yeah. like it's just all like not working, uh, but it ends up fixing them in the end. Yeah. He wakes up, feels better. Uh, and uh, so then Spunky, uh, he wakes up. He's like, I'm feeling better or whatever. Yeah, he's wanting to like he's I can go to the show. Yeah. And then Spunky is now contracted so, it. I, I don't remember timeline wise, which is another thing, too, because that means that Spunky had to have been anthropomorphic at some point in time because not a dog and a, and a humanoid creature would not be able to contract the same illnesses. Mm. But that I can they not? They can get some of the same stuff, right? Like you can get if a, my if my cat at home is sick, I can't get their flu. Mm. But they can get COVID. Uh, I think some dogs and stuff like that can. I don't know. It it's not the rules. I don't think it's contractual. I don't know if it's. I don't think felines can get it. Though. Mm. It's only certain things. But Spunky's a dog. Yeah. Oh, I'm just talking. Well, he doesn't have COVID <laughs> that we know of. Um, what if he did? That would be like that's what this was. Oh my god. Uh, um so the uh so spunky gets the flu so the the wrestling tickets were for that night yeah and they took a nap in the middle of the day mm-hmm. like all of this happens in one day. In a day yeah that's what i got confused because i was like well he just woke up he's feeling better but he yeah. must have just taken a nap. I mean, it's just big, he was able to get that's better a big day the, yeah it's a big day um but just wrestling like, day is a very dangerous day. <laughs> but like rocco like rocco said uh or like rocco is a sweetheart he uh gives heifer the tickets Tells him to go on his own, get a guest. He's gonna stay home next to his animal. Yeah. Um. And uh, and who does Heifer take with him? Uh, he takes the nurse. Yeah. He takes the nurse, yeah, and Doctor Bendova is the is the is person one of that's the, fighting. Yeah, fighting. Um. And so that's the the whole end of it. So my question for this episode, yes, is what foods would you hope would come to your rescue if you were sick? Like if some if you were in a in a sick state, what would come to uh, rescue got you? A bowl of uh, a bowl of ramen. Yeah, would be one probably. I think like a, I'm thinking like soup is like nice and relaxing. Soup's nice for sure. And 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 I think like a ramen, like a noodle, mm-hmm. a noodle soup that that is of that ilk would probably be really good. Yeah, like uh, maybe a biscuits and gravy. I think for me, ooh, like a warm like. I don't know about like it depends. Like maybe just a biscuits and gravy, but not like a sausage, sausage gravy. gravy. You don't want that, that would, greasy. I don't want anything greasy. Yeah. You know, like going down my gullet. Good just make a thing. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that too. Uh, maybe like a PB and J's. Ooh, absolutely. <laughs> like a peanut a Yes. Amphithomorphic um, peanut butter and jelly sandwich would be kind of cool to I play off do of. That. It'd yeah. be cool thinking like Rocco wise, if the p- peanut butter and jelly sandwich was uh, literally like two faced, like one side, like the peanut butter <laughs> side, like I'm, I'm, I'm so happy go lucky. And then it flips over. And then the jelly side that's over there is just Good fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like it has like a two faced yeah, thing. To I it. like that. Yeah, yeah. PB and J would be good. You know what they always say? Uh, Podcast day is a very dangerous day. This has been an IFNZ production. Yeah.